Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm so glad to be with you all once again. I missed being with everyone last week live and also recorded. We were going to do a showing of the Remember When Dreams Come True show. That did not happen. We will be doing that tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m. Central instead. So we hope that you can tune back in to Travel Tips Tuesday for a special showing of Remember When Dreams Come True, which was the Disneyland show that uh, I was had the chance to see about three years ago, and it will be available on YouTube in both Facebook channels on the Travel Tips Tuesday Facebook channel as well as my personal Facebook page as well tomorrow night on October the 27th at 8.30 p.m. Central. So what were we talking about tonight? We're going to talk a little bit of Disneyland news and a little bit of a trip report as well, talking some about Disney California Adventure, the downtown Disney District, the hotels, also Disneyland Park proper and some of the food that's there. And speaking of food, the next part of our show is going to be all about the holidays at the Walt Disney World Resort. But let me say no more, because there's a lot of great stuff to make you hungry, to make you hangry maybe, and to nibble at your sweet tooth tonight, and some great things to look back on for my trip last week. So again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, it is October the 26th, 2021, and it's my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Don't know if you're listening to this, but it is. It's October the 26th, and we are so happy to be back with you all. Fresh off a little trip to Southern California last week to hang out at Disneyland a little bit and see some awesome friends and go to a wonderful event uh, that I had the privilege to be invited to. And it was just so amazing and so incredible. Uh, and the weather in Southern California, especially at Disneyland, was uh, pretty solid. Like it was kind of breezy and cool. It was not terribly humid. Uh, it was definitely not warm, uh, which was nice. Like it was, it was jacket weather for sure. Kind of like it's getting right here down uh, in the southeast in my neck of the woods where uh, where I live. So looks like we've got some folks commenting. Hello, hello. <laughs> This is my lovely wife. I'm going to Disney Disney whenever my agent gets back with me. Yes. Um, so we'll we'll get right we'll get right on that. Um, and we'll um we'll we'll I I'll I'll call your agent and we'll see where we go from there. But anyway, so I wanted to go ahead um and just kind of talk a little bit about um these holiday treat items that are coming down the pipeline. But I also wanted to mention um, a little bit about our, because we talked about this and just sort of that little pre-show component um, earlier. And that is this, our question of the day, where's your next travel destination? I want to know where you're going, where you're going, where are you going? So we can celebrate with you. Please talk to us, share it. Uh, there are a lot of people that are going to different places uh, over on uh, the personal feed. So if I'm looking to the side here, it's because I'm pulling that up on Facebook. And want to kind of show you all that. Here we go. Alrighty. So where's your next travel destination? We've got some people that say anywhere outside Canada. My buddy Dwayne up in Saskatchewan. I feel for you. I've got some other friends that are from Canada, and uh, it's uh, it's been uh, 
bit of a struggle here and there. Uh, Ryan says the thing Orlando 2021. Uh, the thing is an amazing event that um, the the thing is an amazing event that uh, I uh, have had a chance to uh, go to before, and it's a lot of fun. We're a lot of dreamers and creatives, people from uh, all sorts of different uh, backgrounds. Um, basically come together to to create and inspire each other a lot of entrepreneurs you know travel agents disney people it's held at orlando by my buddy uh terry weaver kind of heads that up uh every year and he does have what's called the vvip which is a very limited experience where you can get in basically a room with people very high caliber people that will help you dream and expand your kind of business plan and what you're working on and what you're thinking about to help bring all that stuff together uh, in a very personalized sort of plan and way um, we bring in a former D disney imagineer that has been on the show mcnear wilson uh, will be there as well as well as some other my friends that are that are super high caliber excellent people to hang around and inspiring folks uh, that will be there to help your dreams uh, be realized. And we also have uh, the VIP Day, uh, which is an, uh, kind of an escorted tour around this year. I believe they're going, it's either Epcot or Magic Kingdom. It's one of the two uh, where McNear Wilson will be there as well as potentially some other folks to guide you around and kind of share some of the story uh, behind the attractions, behind the entertainment, behind the parks, and some of the history uh, that's there. And, of course, you'll get to ride a few rides while you're there uh, as well. And then there's the regular thing opportunity that will get you in the room with some of the speakers and dreamers. And these speakers that come in are not the kind of people that just like show up and then uh, they step off the stage and they leave and they go about their day. They're there with you. They're sitting in the audience with you. They're learning. They're available. They're approachable. So anyway, that's my little plug for that up front. Wanted to go ahead and give a shout out to them. Um, but I want to um, go ahead and get started with a little bit of a Disneyland trip report before we get into uh, the kind of foodie news as it were. So the whole internet heard that you're committed Yes, <laughs> a bit. So, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm committed to uh, following up with my wife's travel agent. We'll have to uh, chat with you about that. And sorry about the camera. I kind of had to set things up a little bit hastily tonight. Um, but last week, I had the chance to spend about a day and a half in Disneyland, uh, kind of the Disneyland Resort. So, uh, the Disneyland Resort area is composed of two far, two parks: Cal Disney California Adventure or DCA, uh, or and Disneyland Park, the classic park that Walt helped build and develop. Uh, the Downtown Disney District. It is still called Downtown Disney uh, in California, whereas that same just general area is called Disney Springs in Florida. Uh, same basic concept. There is a World of Disney store out in California. It's not as big as the one in Florida. You know, there are a couple of Starbucks that are there. There's some other restaurants. There's a Star Wars store. There's a bunch of really cool things to see uh, and experience in the downtown Disney district there. You actually have to walk through it. One of the ways to get to the parks is to walk through it to get to security, uh, to go through sort of the, the ticket plaza area. The other direction is to come from the parking decks, uh, these massive parking decks that are there to hold all the vehicles of the guests coming in. And uh, there are three, uh, there are three Disney-owned resort hotels in in California. Only three. There are a lot of good neighbor hotels uh, that the Walt Disney Travel Company has a great relationship with, and kind of give their sort of you know stamp of approval. You can book hotel and ticket packages with them with a lot of the same booking terms and benefits that you may see with uh, some of the Disney-owned resort hotels uh, that are out there. So those three are. 
are the Disney's Grand Californian, which actually has its own separate entrance into the downtown Disney district and has its own separate entrance into Disney California Adventure, which is pretty cool, right? Uh, and, and some of the hotel rooms actually sit and overlook the downtown Disney district area. Uh, there, are, there are castle users, a lot of really great views from the Grand Californian uh, Hotel. The inside of it is very familiar. If you've been to Disney's Wilderness Lodge in Florida or even uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, those two resort hotels in Florida are very similar in feel to uh, the Disney's Grand California Hotel. The other two are the classic Disneyland Hotel that sort of embodies that classic spirit, uh, experience uh, that you're used to uh, with Disneyland Park. It's right there uh, within walking distance. All three parks are. Uh, there's, there's a Trader Sam's location uh, at the Disneyland Hotel, which is pretty solid. I think it's a little bit easier to get into than the one uh, in Florida, but it's it's a great hotel just to kind of walk around and see. There's a lot of nods to Walt around, a lot of great sort of plaques and pictures and things to walk by and see and check out. The rooms at both resorts are amazing. Uh, I had the opportunity to stay at Disney Paradise Pier Hotel. Uh, it's kind of closer to a four-star style accommodation. It is within uh, walking distance. That resort is all about the location. Uh, the views are excellent in the tower. Uh, a lot of them overlook. Uh, the uh, kind of the Pixar Pier area or uh, the Disney California Adventure Park. You can see the, the Mickey wheel out there. You can see the Incredicoaster. You can see a lot of bits and pieces of Disney California Adventure. It's really neat uh, at, to see it lit up at night, especially. And then it looks a little bit different during the day. You can kind of get, you know, both feels from that. Um, great hotel experience. Not a lot of bells and whistles uh, at that one. You'll find more at the Disneyland Hotel and especially at Disney's Grand Californian. Uh, but as I mentioned, there are a lot of great good neighbor hotels in the area. Um, you know, hotels by companies like Marriott and Hilton and everything in between. Uh, and there are also some kind of standalone hotels, local hotels that also have uh, Disney's uh, kind of stamp of approval. And again, a lot of these hotels are within a 10 to 15 minute walking distance. Uh, and, you know, whereas with Walt Disney World, my typical recommendation is to stay on property if at all possible. There are a lot of great good neighbor hotel options in the uh, Disneyland Resort area uh, that is that are within walking distance or that we can either set you up with the Disneyland Resort area bus uh, transportation. So there's a number of different options for traveling and getting there. So straight at Paradise Pier with one of my buddies, Scott from Texas. So Scott, if you're watching or you see this later, hello, thanks for hanging out. And my buddy Joshua M. Bowden from North California uh, came down to hang out with us for a little bit. They were both going to the same event that I was going to in Orange County uh, later on in the week. We got to hang out in the parks. We started off on uh, a week ago, Monday, in Disney California Adventure. Uh, that was actually, this is my fourth time going to Disneyland, uh, kind of proper, if you will. I've been to Disneyland Park a few other times, but had never been into Disney California Adventure. So that was a new experience for me. You know, I knew that Avenger Camp, Avengers Campus was there. I knew that that's where the Tower of Terror ride was. That was converted into the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout uh, attraction, which we had the chance to go on. So I knew, like, a lot of the little things. I knew there were shawarma over at Adventures Campus, you know, that, that we had to try when we were there. And it kind of had its own little different, you know, sections. There's a water ride over there number of different things to see. Uh, it's not laid out in, uh, in the exact same way that uh, you might 
experience like Disneyland or Magic Kingdom. Um, there is a, a main street called Buena Vista Street as you walk in. It's sort of the, 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 the shopping area, the, the Starbucks location that's there is, is in that area. Some of the main stores for the park are in that area. And, you know, there's a lot to see, a lot to do, and a lot to experience uh, over there. So let's check out the comments. I'm going to put that. There we go. So um, as we as we went into Disney California Adventure, we started off the day uh, on that Monday picking up uh, some Starbucks and breakfast. Had a pumpkin cream cold brew and a blueberry muffin, uh, kind of my go-to uh, you know food snack, if you will. And then just did a lot of walking, y'all. A lot of walking. We spent a lot of time just walking around uh, the Avengers Campus area. Uh, we got a chance to see both uh, shows. And there are sort of some real quick shows where, where Spider-Man has one kind of show uh, you may have seen on the internet, sort of the, how Spider-Man flies and swings and all these things. Super complicated uh, animatronic and even some live actors that, that all kind of merge together in this one great experience. Uh, and there's all another show that stars a Black Widow and Captain America uh, and some of the other and some of the other heroes from uh, the Marvel Universe show up uh, as well. And kind of on the Quinjet side, if you will, of, uh, of Avengers Campus. And those kind of happen periodically throughout the day. Now, one of the really interesting things that I found uh, about Disneyland Park out in California, which is a bit more, uh, I guess, a bit more careful on some of the pandemic protocol, shall we say, to, to put it lightly, is that character greetings, the ones that I saw, the character greetings, when there were some out, uh, I saw more Marvel characters out than uh, many of the others, uh, many of the other classic. I did see some of the classic Disney characters like Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy. Those those were out, but I saw Marvel characters out more. And when they were out, uh, like for instance, I saw Ant Iron Man down sort of the bottom of the main Avengers Campus building area. Uh, saw Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, were, were down there as well. And whereas like in Florida, you know, you're, you're taking, you know, socially distant selfies, right? With your, with your phone, phone's upside down, but you know, you get, you get the picture, <laughs> pun, um, you get the picture, you, you kind of know what I'm saying. So socially distant selfies can't get close to the characters and whatnot. So, but there, you know, they're, they're hugging them, high-fiving them. They're right there next to them. Um, I got a really cool selfie with uh, Mickey walking towards Buena Vista Street at one time, kind of on our way out uh, that particular day of the park. And it was just, it, it was it was a different experience. Like that's the kind of character experience that I think a lot of people are looking for. And and based on that, based on seeing that, I don't know why Walt Disney World is is waiting to see what happens. You know, to to bring that back. Like that's an experience that I would love to see come back in Florida. That I think would make a world of difference for interaction, especially in a day and age when a lot of live entertainment has been either slow to come back or has been completely cut. Uh, so. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so we do know that the Indiana Jones Stunt Show Spectacular is coming back in Florida, uh, which is great. I think that's premiering on, uh, re-premiering on December the 19th, which is super exciting. I absolutely love that show. It's a great one uh, for sure. So we hung out in California Adventure. You know, we did in Credit Coaster. We did uh, Midway Mania. We took a lot of pictures around the Pixar Pier area. Uh, we even went over to Philhar Magic. To, I wanted to see that because they already have the new scene from Coco that is being
being put. So right now, PhilharMagic and Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom has been temporarily paused because they're inserting a scene from Coco that is already up and running in California. And it's, it's pretty cool. Like, I love it. It's just a few, you know, a couple minutes that are in there. But Coco is a great film. A great film, and I absolutely love it. The music is great. The colors are vibrant. The story is excellent, and it fits in pretty well uh, with the show. And I love how they kind of you know merge merge that together with the existing show. It's it's, it's really neat. Uh, highly looking forward to seeing that uh, come back to Florida. So we hung out for a bit. We did get some shawarma for lunch. Um, my buddy Josh Scott and I split a few of them. We each had one, and then uh, we had one more that we kind of split. Absolutely delicious. Very very tasty stuff. Good, good, good stuff. Our first attraction of the day was actually Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And that, you know, for me, there's really only one ride that kind of makes my stomach turn a little bit. And that is Mission Space. Um, The I think it's the orange version at Epcot kind of just does that to you. Right. Uh, Tower, the, the Tower of Terror slash Mission Breakout attraction in California did that. Like I feel a little iffy. Tower of Terror in Florida. Doesn't do that to me. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was a combination of the music, the lights, the movement, all that. You know, that one just goes literally up and down. And the up and down movement feels, I don't know, a little bit, Just it's it's different. Maybe it feels more forced. I'm not really sure. Um, it's just kind of a different experience. The traction is great. The story is great. One of the cool things about that particular ride is that, or that particular attraction, is that you can get a different version of it if you go you know, depending on what time of day you go. So if you do go to Disneyland in California, don't expect a carbon copy experience of the Tower of Terror in Florida because it is definitely not that. It's completely rebranded a different story in the first place. The queue is much, much different. The ride is different. The, the interaction that you get uh, is different as well. So there are a lot of attractions that are the same between the, or the same in name at least, between uh, Disneyland and Florida, or in California and Walt Disney World in Florida, but there are a lot of differences as well. So we spent a lot, good amount of time at Disney California Adventure uh, earlier in the day. The latter part of that day, we moved over to Disneyland Park as well as the following uh, morning before we headed out uh, towards Irvine to hang out with some of our other buddies that we were going to the event with. And we did, we tried to get as much in as possible. We did Space Mountain. Space Mountain is a little bit different there. I actually like it. It's a more smooth ride. Uh, the track has been replaced, um, I believe, a few years ago. And um, they actually have a different ride vehicle there for Space Mountain in California versus uh, Walt Disney World. And I see some of you commenting, which I'll check here in just a second. So thank you for thank you for that. Um, but the the way the ride system is different is that in Florida, you know, you're kind of one in front of the other, sort of a three and three, sort of two part uh, you know, ride vehicle, two part ride vehicle, two part coaster vehicle that are attached. Uh, in in California, you're sitting side by side with each other, so the ride vehicle is a little bit wider. I think, especially for you know taller guys, bigger guys like me, um, they are a little bit more comfortable to ride in, and the ride is more smooth. And it's a slightly different track layout as well. So, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, enjoyed that. Even the queue is a little bit different at Space Mountain in California. Uh, we did. Uh, it's a small world. It's a small world location there. Kind of the well. It's not technically the original because it uh, was at the World's Fair before it was in Disneyland park itself Uh, but the queue for that is actually outside the entrance for it is outside whereas in florida um, you're coming to it from inside a building 
Um, they actually do something really neat with some of the projection shows they do in Disneyland Park. Uh, because the, the facade for its assault small world is so massive, they actually project using some of that projection mapping, mapping technology onto the facade of its a small world. And that's pretty cool to see as well. Uh, over in Toontown, which does still exist at Disneyland Park, they're in the process of constructing Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And they actually have a really cute sort of construction sign to the nod because it's obviously like under construction back there. Think like Epcot tearing interventions building down. Like it's almost uh, it's almost that bad <laughs> where you can see like there's some construction walls, but you can obviously tell like there's equipment and stuff back there and they're kind of moving around uh, getting things done. So uh, Toontown at Disneyland is, is a real special place. Um, there, there are a couple of rides back there. Roger Rabbit has a ride. There's a smaller roller coaster for kids back there. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's houses are still back there, kind of like they used to have uh, at, at Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom back in the day before the new Fantasyland expansion. So a lot of really neat things to see uh, and to interact with. Let's check the comments real quick. So uh, Tracy says, in the most expensive Denny's anywhere across the street from the park. You're right. I know where that Disney, Denny's is. You are correct. Denny's uh, is, is a little bit pricey there. Hope says, Disneyland Hotel has, a, has headboards on the beds that when you push a button, they light up and play When You Wish Upon a Star. It's the best ever. And you are correct. Those are really cool. Um, that's one of those just sort of nice little magical Disney touches uh, that you get when you stay in one of the uh, hotels in on property there at, at the Disneyland Resort. So uh, you'll see that there. And, of course, the, the rooms at Disney's Grand Californian are excellent, um, super comfortable. So the park experience in both park parks was great um you know i want to give a special nod to a couple other attractions um in disneyland park and that is autopia so the original autopia attraction um, where we have the tomorrowland speedway in florida that has been basically i feel like the attraction time track was cut in half for the tron coaster that is uh, being put up that's one of the reasons why the railroad has been down the walt disney world railroad has been down at magic kingdom for quite some time uh, we also have, uh, let's see, what was the other one? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, so Pirates of the Caribbean in Florida is almost twice as long as the attraction in Florida. So uh, great one. You know, Walt had, it's, it was one of the last attractions that Walt had a hand in. Uh, that and the Country Bear Jamboree uh, were kind of some of the last ones that he had his hands in sort of developing uh, for the parks. But what's really special about Autopia is uh, those vehicles were, the original Autopia vehicles were designed by Disney legend and Disney Imagineer Bob Gurr, who just celebrated his 90th birthday, y'all. Bob is one of the... Um, kind of original OG Imagineers that is like up and kicking. He's, he's being hosted on podcast. He is, um, he's doing his own shows. He has a presence on social media. He's still doing a lot, right? He is rocking and rolling. He's embracing the, the Disney magic and, a lot of people love uh, Bob Gurr. So he's one of the good Bobs, shall we say. <laughs> so uh, Bob Gurr is awesome. If you don't know him, if you don't know of him, definitely look at Bob Gurr on Facebook, on social media. You can search for him on po podcast as well. He didn't have his own show uh, from what I understand, but he has been on several that I've had the chance to listen to. So great visit to Disneyland. Uh, again, really brief shout out. One last minor, well, major shout out for Disneyland. That is... The Red Wagon, 
you don't know what the red wagon is in Disneyland Park, go up Main Street, USA, curve around to the right a little bit. You'll see this little red wagon. Well, it's not like a red radio flyer wagon, but it's like a tow behind sort of trailer sort of thing. Uh, like you might see in a circus or something like that. Like one of those sort of uh, wagons, if you will, says red wagon on it. And that is the place that you can mobile order yourself. One of the best corn dogs you'll ever have in your entire life. They're hand dipped corn dogs and you can add a um, little bit extra, some bacon ketchup that does have actual pieces of bacon in the ketchup. It's an interesting flavor, but, you know, bacon usually makes most things better, and it was pretty good. Um, and, you know, because, you know, they want to be healthy, they'll include a little cutie orange, a couple of those in there for you to to have along the way. So, great, tasty treat. Um, had that for lunch on my way out that particular day. So, let's get into some of our content for tonight, some additional content, and that is... Um, the foodie guide to the holidays at Disney Springs and parks at Walt Disney World Resort. I have not had a chance to read all the way through this. This just dropped the day to today specifically. So I'm actually going to share my screen right here um, because this is not, you know, I'm going to be reading basically straight from um, straight from this particular blog post. I don't want you all to see it as we go. Let's see if we can find this. Do, 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 do. Here we go. A lot of windows open. So hopefully you all can see this. All right. Cool stuff. All right. So these are, we're going to kind of go through a lot of these different uh, options. We're kind of scrolling back to the top here. So this is the Walt Disney World Food Guide that is currently available on the Disney Parks blog. If you have not seen this, um, if you're not familiar with the Disney Parks blog, this is the official kind of uh, Dis Walt Disney Company, Walt Disney Travel Company, uh, Disney Parks spot for dropping news. So this is not speculative. This is not a third-hand blog site. This is straight from the horse's mouth, as it were, and this is a public-facing site. So these are things that um, that we can show with you. And I want to go ahead and throw a couple of these things on the screen for you to see as we walk along. We're going to start off with some treats that are available or will be available, shall we say, at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. So one of my favorite places to go, I love Animal Kingdom for the theming, for the storing that's there, for the detail, and the food is excellent. At Restaurantosaurus, if you want to get, if you're going to be there, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be there around Thanksgiving. You know, I'm not, I wasn't able to get a dining reservation at the place I would like to go. You can go to Restaurantosaurus and get yourself an open faced Thanksgiving turkey sandwich that is grilled multi grain bread with roasted garlic, mayonnaise, cornbread stuffing, cornbread stuffing, and waffle. Uh, sliced smoked. By the way, anything like cooked on a waffle is like a waffle iron is just automatically good. Sliced smoked turkey breast, herb gravy, cranberry sauce, and a fried sage leaf. That just sounds great. Like fried sage. That's an interesting combination. Um, and that is probably going to be the one that we see right up here uh, in the upper right hand corner if you're looking at uh, this on the screen. Looks delicious. Looks pretty tasty. Uh, it's a Tully Canteen. There are three options, and most of these are going to be uh, available on or around uh, kind of the end of November, starting on November the 25th for many of them. Some of them uh, do not, that we're going to mention, do not start until December the 1st. And those are the ones that are more kind of overtly Christmassy, uh, if you will. Uh, so you'll, you'll, you'll kind of catch on. At Satouli Canteen, there's the Thanksgiving bowl with cornbread stuffing, sliced roast turkey, cranberry boba pearls, gravy and slaw. So sort of a classic, um, or I would say classic Satouli Canteen, sort of Pandora, the world of Avatar take 
on uh, Thanksgiving, which is interesting. They also will have pumpkin cheesecake mousse, um, pumpkin cheesecake chocolate dirt um, with cranberry boba pearls, and that's what you're going to see in the upper left-hand corner if you're looking at the screen uh, right there. And lastly, they will have a peppermint cream cheese mousse that will be available starting on December the 1st until the uh, 30th of December. That is a peppermint cream cheese mousse, uh, peppermint sauce, peppermint candy pieces, and chocolate dirt. So if you're a fan of the peppermint, it's all for you. I I love a good peppermint mocha around the holiday season personally. So a lot of other good treats uh, at, Satu- at uh, not Satuli Canteen, but a lot of good other treats at uh, Animal Kingdom theme park over at Tiffin's. They have a Thanksgiving plate, a roasted squash soup. I love something about a roasted butternut squash soup is just really good. Apple pie cheesecake. Got to get the apple in there. Horchata mousse snow globe, a pork T-bone. And they also have at the Tusker House restaurant, they will be offering a Thanksgiving dinner uh, as well, available on November the 25th. Spit roasted turkey, turkey gravy, mashed red potatoes, and fo- focaccia bread. I guess that's how you say that. Uh, dressing along with uh, seasonal vegetables, pork loin, flank steak, and an assortment of desserts. So, again, a lot of great stuff over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Let's move over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, They are definitely not short of treats at Disney's Hollywood Studios. There's a lot of food locations there, a lot of quick service spots, from the the outdoor carts to Pizza Rizzo's to some of the sit-down table service locations and more. Over at ABC Commissary, they're going to have the Sugar Cookie Snowman, the Sugar Cookie Snowman that you will see right there on the upper left-hand corner. Uh, If you are looking at the graphic, it's a tasty snowman made of white chocolate sugar cookie mousse, whipped lemon curd, and a holiday sugar cookie available November 8th to January 3rd. The ABC Commissary and Catalina Eddie's will have the Santa's Belt Cookie. It's a white chocolate-covered shortbread cookie. It will be available November the 8th to uh, January 3rd. It's one of the classic Mickey shortbread cookies. You'll see that in the upper right-hand corner uh, right there. Over the back lot, Backlot Express and the Trolley Car Cafe, uh, they will have a red velvet whoopie pie with moist red velvet cake filled with classic cream cheese filling and a festive sprinkles. That looks pretty tasty right there on the bottom left. You'll see that on your screen. And over at the Hollywood Brown Derby and Tune In Lounge, they will have the Holiday Bliss, a vanilla vodka sour apple liqueur, uh, caramel beverage syrup, and vanilla ice cream mix uh, will be available November 8th to January 3rd. There's some other items over at Backlot Express, Rosie's All-American Cafe, and Pizza Rizzo's. One of my some one of my favorite seasonal treats ever had came from Pizza Rizzo's. Coincidentally enough, uh, there this year they're going to have the butterscotch caramel cannoli, caramel or caramel, however you say it, or caramel that some people say, uh, spice caramel cheesecake over peanut butter mousse atop a salty pretzel shortbread cookie that just sounds delicious over at some of the outdoor carts you will also see a holiday brownie which is a chocolate mickey brownie with holiday sprinkles so lots of other bits and pieces that you will see available to delight yourself with at disney's hollywood studios moving on over to magic kingdom park um there's a lot of again a lot of other options there as well i want to make sure we can see those there we go at Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies, Golden Oak Outpost, Main Street Bakery, Sleepy Hollow, uh, Emirates Patisserie, and then, oop, that's Disney Springs, sorry. Um, so uh, Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies, Golden Oak Outpost, and Main Street Bakery, and Sleepy Hollow. Those are kind of the four locations that you want to keep an eye out in Magic Kingdom if you're going in late November or in the month of December for some of these uh, for some of these goodies that are going to be out there. The Christmas Cookie Sunday. Now this just like... 
Mm, yep, yep. This 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 hits the spot. If you've got a sweet tooth, this is for you. They made this just for you. The Christmas cookie sundae. It's a Christmas cookie soft serve topped with whipped cream, hot fudge, and holiday sprinkles. Available November 8th to December 31st. November 8th to December the 31st. So that just sounds pretty amazing, if you ask me. Looking forward to that one for sure. Also, they have the Christmas cookie milkshake. Christmas cookie milkshake topped with whipped cream and holiday sprinkles. And that's at Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies over there in Tomorrowland. Uh, the Golden Oak Outpost, they have the gingerbread almond cake pop that you'll see there in the screen. Actually, it's not on the screen. Let's go back up. You kind of miss that. Let's see where we go. There's the, the brownie with the Mickey sprinkles and some of the, the cotone we mentioned. There we go. All right. So there's the, the cake pop in the top right-hand corner right there for you. Main Street Bakery, they have the Mickey cinnamon roll, Mickey-shaped cinnamon roll drizzled with red and green icing. That looks pretty good. And then also at Sleepy Hollow, they have the ginger apple funnel cake. So Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow is, I don't know, it's, it's one of those uh, quick service locations that you could easily pass by and not even notice and just kind of be like what's that i don't know there's people sitting down there are tables let's go check it out uh, if you're looking for a spot for some seasonal treats like i just mentioned or a funnel cake because every you know theme park has a funnel cake somewhere somebody's gonna walk and go where are the funnel cakes gotta have a funnel cake sleepy hollow is your funnel cake spot they also have this little thing called the spicy chicken and waffle sandwich that I've shared deeply about before and it's the best like it's the best quick service snack snack that you could turn into a meal uh, it is so good. Uh, comes with chips, big, you know, kind of chicken, fried chicken patty uh, in a waffle. This sort of spicy uh, chicken patty with some syrup. It's just good. It has this sort of slaw that comes with it. It's just so, I mean, it's just, it's good. It, it looks weird, but it's really good. Definitely check out the spicy chicken and waffle sandwich at uh, Sleepy Hollow Magic Kingdom. Over at Disney Springs. Uh, there is uh, Amaranth's Patisserie, uh, where they have the white chocolate peppermint eclair with white chocolate and peppermint mousse. The Santee Mickey, Mickey Dome Cake, which is a classic uh, item. So the dome cakes are super popular. They have a different one for the different seasons that are out there. Uh, holiday Mickey Mousse Mini Dome Cake, the Holiday Parfait, and the New Year's Eve Petite Cake that will only be available on your leave uh, December the 31st at Arista Crepes they have the Cherry Jubilee Bubble Waffle uh, and the Santa Hot Crepe as well so I want to kind of show you some of those so we don't miss them if we can kind of go back here here we go um, oh, went the wrong direction yeah there we go all right so there's the the dome cake you can see right there and some of the other uh, dessert items that that are there available for you as well um, in Disney Springs. So let's scroll on down for you and take a look um, at uh, Deluxe Burger. So there's a holiday turkey burger available there. There will be the Oh Dear Cookie Shake. Dockside Margaritas has a seasonal margarita. They will be offering the daily poutine. So if you love yourself some poutine, all my Canadians friends that are out there, the gobbler poutine, which is turkey, brown gravy, cranberry, chutney, and cheese curds. Got to have the cheese curds to make it good poutine. Shout out to my buddy Ian out there. Um, the, also the ganacherie. Now the ganacherie is one of my favorite shops. It's a small shop. It's uh, located around the corner um, from 
It's located around the corner from Gideon's, the, the cookie shop that a lot of people love. Um, but it is uh, it, definitely don't miss it. A lot of handmade uh, holiday treats you can watch right outside through the window and see them make them. It smells phenomenal in there. And the, the chefs that are in there are always great to talk to. One of them uh, was featured, uh, Chef Amanda was featured on Be Our Chef, uh, which you can see on Disney+. Plus. So definitely go check that out. Say hi to Chef Amanda. Ask if she's there. And she would love to take a selfie with you uh, if she is. She did that with us. She was super, super delightful. Just a very fun person to chat with. Um, at the Ganashri, uh, starting in uh, November, they will have, or about mid to mid November, they'll have the Olaf Coco Surprise Santa Mickey Pinata. So, my wife, if you're if you're listening right now, uh, there will be a Mickey Pinata uh, that will be available. You can see it right there on the screen, the bottom right hand corner. Uh, there's a Santa Mickey Pinata that will be available from November the fifth to December thirtieth. Uh, there's the gingerbread ganache square, peppermint bark, chocolate Christmas cottage. So a lot of different things at the ganachery. Uh, I love, always try to make a point of uh, stopping by the ganachery because it's just a lot of fun uh, to see. It's a lot of fun to uh, to to just to see what like they're, they're they're working on and talk to the people that are there. Um, so it's just again, it's a fun place. Over at Jock, Jock Lindsay's um, Hangar Bar, which is also in Disney Springs, um, there are a few options is there. They'll have a venison slider, fried Brussels sprouts, holiday lights, deviled egg, ham and brief flatbread, cookies and milk, lump of cold dessert, elf elixir, Klaus Moe, Yule Mule, and several other items as well that will be excellent for you. And, of course, we have not mentioned, you're probably saying to yourself, self, what about Epcot? You didn't talk about Epcot. Well, at Epcot, there's this little thing called the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. And if you have never been to the Epcot International Festival Holidays, you need to get over there. It is a special time at the resort. Some of the countries uh, will kind of sort of embrace the Christmas spirit year-round in a few different ways, uh, I've found. But some of them go all out. And it's really interesting to see how a lot of these countries from different parts of the world uh, celebrate the holiday season. Uh, They have a wonderful Christmas tree that's there. And it will be neat to see. Uh, how they merge the the 50th anniversary celebration uh, with the celebration of the holiday season and a lot of the other offerings uh, as well that will be that will be going on. So, again, Walt Disney World is one of my favorite places to be during the holiday season, and I absolutely love it. If you have never been to Walt Disney World uh, during the holiday season, make sure you plan a trip. Uh, there's still time to do that. Uh, even if you can't get that exact hotel that you want, there are a lot of great uh, options for you on property, off property uh, this holiday season, November and December. So definitely let me know uh, how it can help you and how it can serve you and if you would like to take a trip that way. So let's get let's take a look back to our uh, personal feed and our question of the day. We'll pop that up there one more time for everyone. Uh, again, our question of the day is, where is your next travel destination? So while we wait on that to load up, here we go. Uh, while we wait, wait to, here we go. All right. So uh, my buddy Dave is traveling on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line Odyssey, which is awesome, coming up pretty soon to for a special celebration. Uh, Alicia will be staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge in Kidani in January, which is which is an amazing resort. Love Kidani over Animal Kingdom. Uh, James O'Brien says, probably Nashville. <laughs> Heather says, Ohio this weekend. Jeff says, Sonic. Look, love me some Sonic, man. Cherry limeades, straight up. Give me some cherry limeades. Love it. Sonic is all about it's all about all they can do right now. But they're looking towards uh, 
Walt Disney World 2022. Kate says the Disney Merry After Hours and uh, Disney Cruise. That's an amazing combination. That sounds phenomenal. Um, also, David says Cancun on Monday for six nights, seven days. Wow, man. you. I'm, I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. I hope you have a blast on that trip. And then Heather says Walt Disney World in two weeks. That's going to be phenomenal. So a lot of cool people, um, a lot of folks traveling and headed to uh, headed to different de- destinations along the way, uh, which is exciting. I love hearing where people are going, uh, what you're going to be up to, and the places that you're going to explore, and even more so hearing the memories that you're going to create because you can go anywhere. You can go almost anywhere and create some amazing memories that you will cherish uh, for a lifetime. Key example, uh, right now, as we speak, we don't have a ton of people tuning in live tonight, but because tonight is game one of the World Series and the Atlanta Braves are playing the Astros. And in 1995, my parents took us to see uh, the Atlanta Braves Braves play in the old Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta and absolutely loved it. They played the Cleveland Indians uh, during the World Series that that year, and it was a phenomenal experience. I still look back on those memories like to this day. I remember Dave Justice's solo home run that he hit to win that game, and it was an amazing experience for us. And uh, I'll always remember that very, very fondly, and I'm very thankful for it. So um, be thinking about those travel memories, the ones that have, you know, you've yet to create, the ones that you, know, you relive. Um, how can you make those things, uh, things a reality for you and those you hold most dear? We'd love to chat, so let me know. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. And before we go, I do want to remind you that our showing of, remember, when dreams come true, the former Disneyland fireworks nighttime spectacular uh, from the time that I saw it about three years ago. I'm going to be re-airing that. was supposed to last week. didn't happen. It's my bad. Uh, We'll be re-airing that tomorrow evening at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. It's already uploaded, rocked, and ready to go. And I can't wait to share that with you all this week. So thank you again so much for tuning into Travel Tips Tuesday. And we hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And we will see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.